Welcome, everybody. We are live here at the Sets and Reps podcast. I am your host, Nick Simmons, and I'm here by the lovely, joined by the lovely Logan J. Kiros. That's me. What up? Yeah, we've been, uh, we've been away, not away for a little bit. We put out an episode last week, right? Um, I don't know. It might have been the week before. Was it? Yeah, I've been I think on so. the road heavy lately. Yeah, you've been all over the place, dude. Yeah, it's been wild. I went from Bridgeport, Connecticut, which was f- kind of not what you expect when you think Connecticut. Because when you think Connecticut, you think hoity-toity, rich, you know, Stafford Wives type. And Bridgeport <laughs> is the hood. You're like, this isn't the Connecticut that I know. When I think of uh, Connecticut, I just think of Jamaicans. Because I just know Ben and uh, and Josh Shakespeare. They're That's so only... crazy because outside of Bridgeport, those are the only two Jamaicans to ever <laughs> venture outside of Bridgeport. <laughs> those are the only people I think of, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're from like New, uh, New Haven, right? Or not New Haven. I don't know. Uh, I don't Norwalk. know exactly. I, I just know Connecticut somewhere. Yeah. And then we went – we did Bridgeport. That was interesting. Those are fun shows. Um, had some sets and reps fans come out. And then Sick. I went – I was like – I was up in New York. I was up – it's right next to New York. So I was like, you know what? Why don't I just go down to New York, get a little – get some sets in. And fuck, it was so good. It made me realize why I need to be in New York all the time. Three shows a night. Fucking – it was just so Dang. dope. And then Justin Silver went out of town, so he just let me have his apartment in Chelsea for a whole, like, half a week. And That's I was like, sick. it was just, it was a nice life to live in Chelsea and do stand up comedy in Manhattan. I'm like, oh, this is what you want to do. This Dang, is the goal. That's dope, dude. Yeah. It, and then, you just took care of his dog? No, he took a dog with him. So it was just me hanging out, living, having my own place by oh. myself. So that was pretty dope. Even, even um, better. I know. No, his, do- his dog <laughs> is dope. 100 pound pit bull that's fully trained perfectly. Like, I wish my fucking Aton dog was anywhere near as trained as him. I don't know. Uh, that's scary. I wouldn't want to be just. I'm. I'm saying if you did have to watch it, it would be scary to live with a pit bull you don't know. That is true. Pitbull. That is true. It is like <laughs> having a really jacked cellmate in a prison. Yeah. Because you're just like, <laughs> yeah. don't do anything to me that I won't like. Yeah, please don't kill me. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing I could do about it. There was one point where he sniffed my asshole, and I was just like, all right. Just okay. do it and get it over with, please. Yeah, please. Don't make it weird. <laughs> Just please, please stop when you can. Yeah, don't let this go any further. Just get to know me, you know. <laughs> and uh, then those were fun. And I was when I was there, I was fucking hitting you up, like, dude, you gotta fucking come here, you know. Yeah, dude. Not just for the Italian culture, you know. You have to get there that's for the a, comedy. Yeah, don't bring that up because that's the one thing that's gonna keep me away. <laughs> That's the the one <laughs> negative I keep hearing about. <laughs> there's actually not as there's not as many Italians as there used to be. It's a it's a shame. It's Thank a real God. shame. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then after that, we went to Chicago. Chicago was fucking. Have you ever been to Chicago before? Never, dude. I, I've barely been anywhere. I just expected when I think Chicago, I think deep dish pizza hot dogs, and fat people that think that they're better than New Yorkers. I was wrong. <laughs> it's a good town. We didn't even eat deep dish. What I found out, no one who actually lives there eat, eats deep dish. It's like going to P- Times Square to get pizza. It's like it's something that oh. only tourists do. I'm convinced because the traffic was so bad there. I'm convinced that the people there tell out-of-towners to eat that shitty, heavy lasagna pizza just so you'd be so yeah. full and you won't fucking make traffic any worse. <laughs> are are there any like good uh, local like pizza places like hole in the wall places? Yeah, we we went to like because they they don't eat they they it's called tavern pizza, which is like the square smaller slices that are way. We went to Coal Fire Pizza, which was fucking banging, and uh, I, I like those. I like the little square ones. I went in there as an as a New Yorker, and I was like, I'm gonna tear this fucking place apart because we were doing the best of video with Brian, and I'm like. I told him in advance, I'm like, I am not going to be, I'm, I'll be as non-biased as possible, but if it's bad at all, I'm going to shit all over it on your fucking yeah. video that thousands of people are going to watch. And uh, 
I will I will say, I did not get a chance to shit on it. I was kind of I was actually disappointed. I wanted to talk <laughs> shit. Yeah, you take and pride in your pizza. That, it's annoying. You and Ben both. It's annoying how much you guys love pizza. Because here's the thing. You're from L.A., so you don't know what real pizza tastes like. You know what I mean? What, like, you eat I, Papa dude, John's, it, and you're like, oh, this this is this looks to be like what Italy's like. N- not at all. Dude, okay, in January, when, when I go to New York, if that's not the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life, I'm going to throw it in your face, and you're going to be scalded. You're gonna no. You're gonna get down and kiss my fucking shoes. You're gonna be like, you know what? The Italians are the best. I take it all back. Dude, I will. What will we admit, do without them? If it's delicious, I will be. I will say, look, you guys, this pizza's fantastic. Nothing like it in California. Here's what I think. I, I think that you have too much, um, too much pride to admit that it's good. No, I'll, I'll for sure admit it's good. I just don't see how good it could be. Because you've never had real pizza. If I've never had a real thing before, I would also not understand how I could rate it. You know what I mean? But it, to me, it doesn't make sense how there can't be good pizza out here. It doesn't make sense to me. How, how, what's, the, what's keeping them from making good pizza out here? So this is a true, this is a true fact. The water. If you is say the water, it. I'm going to punch you in the face. We'll get ready to punch away, buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in water that the water in certain places that makes you able to make bread better. That's why New York bagels are better. That's why places like Philly have their only their bread tastes the way it does when they make a Philly cheesesteak. You know, um, Flint, Michigan, has, they have good, good bread. They have really good lead pizza, really good <laughs> lead pizza. It's really heavy on the stomach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for some reason, California has the most undrinkable water I've ever had in my life. Like you can't drink California tap water. You can't. I, I do it daily. And look at you. Look what what happens. People, <laughs> look, look at what, what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so is is that the big difference? Is it the dough that separates the it? dough? The dough is everything. okay. That's why even okay. And for, People try and ship New York water all over the place to make it as good, and it just is not the same as fresh New York water. Because New York has why don't you just like, put like rat urine in it? That should help. First of all, New York has the best tap water in the world, the best. I, don't, I don't get how that works. I don't know either. It just happens. <laughs> it might be. It might be the rat urine. It could be. I did see a giant rat when I was waiting for the subway at one point. Also, it's what I do kind of like about New York now is it's back to like that, like is back in the early 2000s, late 2010s, like when the hipsters really started taking over. It didn't feel like New York anymore. There was like no crime. You know what I mean? Like it was safe to be on the streets. And then now that like it's Gotham City again, I'm like, oh, this feels like New York again. Like it feels like it feels good. Dude, that's you know? a crazy pitch to why you like a city. You're like, dude, I like that there's like more crime now. It's back, That's baby. Good. It's back. I mean, it's not as Los Angeles is so much worse right now. Los Angeles for sure, way worse. You know, because at least is. in the nice neighborhoods in New York, like you won't get like yeah. a gun put your head. But if you're like in the nice neighborhoods in Beverly Hills, there's still a very good chance you get like robbed, and the yeah. cops are like, "Well, what do you want us to do about it?" <laughs> yeah, dude. I <laughs> Who are we, the cops? <laughs> Who do you think we are? I actually saw something very funny yesterday. I was uh, I did this show, and it was like behind this uh, this restaurant, like in the back parking lot, and there was mm-hmm. a gate, um, like where the cars pull in, and that's where you all entered uh. to uh, enter the show. And towards the end of the show, some guy sat down right at the gate, so you had to walk past him to leave, and just started smoking crack. For real? <laughs> yeah, what he was just smoking crack. Right where you exit, and no one said anything. That was the guy watching the door? <laughs> he might have been. I think it might have just been a Halloween costume, dude, because it was Halloween yesterday. He might have just been. He went as the door guy? Yeah. Or, or the You're like, wow, guy. good job. That crack looks real realistic. <laughs> um, you know what's crazy? Chicago, not as hood as you. Like, you always think Chicago, and you're like, you expect to just walk into Chicago and people be shooting at you immediately. 
It's not that bad at all in like 99% of it. Like 99% yeah. of it is really nice. Like you'd be like, oh, this is like a rich area. Like it's just like one small pocket that you're like, oh, don't go over there. But, yeah, O-Block, yeah, dude. You we, don't want to go to O-Block met. with Chief Keith? No. I mean, <laughs> Sakashi 69 did it. If he could do it, I could do it. You know? Oh, yeah. I forgot but, he did uh, that. Yeah, he did it at 4 in the morning when no one was looking. Like he had yeah, got out of the car, sleeping. looked around, and was like, I'm here, bitch. And then got back in the car and got the fuck out of there. It, which, he's whispering. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did. Uh, we met up with Bilal Muhammad. That's and sick. we filmed the best stuff with him. We did um, stair climbs with him because he does like this like famous staircase as his cardio every day. And then Brian sparred with him and his other training partner. And then he invited us back to his mom's house for a traditional Palestinian breakfast, which was so fucking good. It was like a giant feast. Like to, we ate to the point where I was like, I couldn't. I was sick. I would be sick if I ate anymore. And as soon as we get back in the car to leave, our producer goes, "Hey guys, um, so we were supposed to do the, so we were meeting a Michelin star chef, the first Latin American Michelin star oh, yeah. chef, and he's like, you know, we're supposed to meet him at five. He's like, it's a little too close to showtime, so we're gonna have to do it now. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Right oh, now, yeah. after we did." Like, we literally just ate, I ate, like, probably, like, 2,800 calories minimum of food. Like, that's how much I stuffed my <laughs> face. Because I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to eat again today, you know? So. Yeah. Then he's like, we're going to go have a seven-course meal. Jeez. And what, when So I tell what you, was the, what did the, bre- before we move on to the uh, Michelin meal, what w- what did the mom's breakfast entail? It had, so it was, it was more like a brunch, so she had shawarma. She had like this, like Ooh. this potatoy. I don't even had to describe it. Then there was one. It was like a baked bread that had spinach inside, but it was like I don't even know how to like so many of the dishes that she made. I couldn't even describe what they were, but they were so fucking good. Well, I love shawarma. I'll tell you that. Shawarma is the one, only one that I knew by name. Nice, dude. Sounds and he like was a also, meal. He's also a really awesome dude. Really likable dude. Yeah, it seems cool. The only part of the the and you'll see it when the episode comes out that because sometimes Brian when he's interviewing people he's like Michael Scott. I don't know if you ever watched The Office before. Yeah, my girlfriend literally just got me watching it. Probably started like a month ago. So you know, Michael Scott says things sometimes, and they're always like, "Why?" <laughs> you know. So he's oh, yeah. talking to Bilal about fucking like how he loves the underdog stories and. I for, I told him before the episode, I'm like, don't bring up Leon Edwards, you know? Uh, and he's like, yeah, I won't. And then <laughs> and then mid-speech, he goes, and you know how, like, he's like, underdogs, like Leon Edwards beating Usman and getting the title. And, like, I was like, Ey! I was, like, sitting right behind <laughs> him, like, the one thing you weren't supposed to say. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, well, I was acted very cool about it. But I know, like, you ever have one of those inner cringes where you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're at this oh, guy's house okay. who could beat us both to death. You know, <laughs> dude, if only Shab was there to protect you guys. I know we need him. <laughs> you, you need to bring him along, is just in case you guys piss off any more monsters. You have Shab there to protect you. The, the big Papa. <laughs> big Papa, dude. <laughs> That's actually a, okay, isn't so, that the name of a really famous singer, the Big Papa? I think he sings. I, what's that song? Are you thinking of big? That's. Are you thinking of notorious B.I.G.? No, hold on. I think you're thinking of. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I, I, because I'm from New York, I've been calling him because my parents call him the Big Bopper, but it's Bopper. <laughs> I just found out it's Bopper. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's a famous singer. Never heard of him. Yes, nice guy. Never met him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what are we doing here? Okay, Um, back to the. I want to hear about the the Michelin meal. Okay, so we left his house. We go to uh, Zuko, which is this guy's restaurant, and this is how good of an interviewer Brian is. The guy that we met, the chef at the beginning, he was so like like cold and like whatever at the beginning but brian is like fucking diane sawyer 
when you interview someone because he like <laughs> he's so good at getting people to like him and getting people to like open up to him that he went from being like the coldest dude ever to the like the guys getting interviewed and going like this and like sticking his tongue out and like getting emotional. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I'm like, this guy's fucking good, you know. And then Dang. he's cooking us these meals. And the first order was uh, I won't get, I won't name all the entrees, but like, mm. I will say, if you get a chance to go to Zuko in Chicago, the like some of the courses were the best things I've ever eaten in my life. Like, really, by a landslide. Like, if you think Mexican cuisine, like, at a Michelin star level, phenomenal. Because usually when you think that, Mexican dude. food, it's, like, it's usually more, like, street food type of things that are yeah. phenomenal. You know, like, you get them in L.A., but you don't really think of them as, like, a, a Michelin star, like, yeah. tiny, well-dressed dish that you'd spend yeah. a shit ton of money on. Dude, I've never had any Michelin meal, so that would, like... Oh, you haven't had anything any? like that? What? I've been to um, my girl took me to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant for for my birthday last year, and that shit was How good. Was that? Too. That was one of the best steak. That was the best steak I've ever had. But yeah. as far as like other dishes besides just steak, I have to go. This dude, like, the dessert he made us was like. And by the way, people listening who are dieting, I'm sorry, but he made me the best dessert I've ever had in my life. It was a pumpkin mousse uh, cake dude. that was legitimately shaped like an actual pumpkin. On top I of saw like that. this I crumble. saw the video. It was so fucking good. It looked so like, good, I, you, dude. I, you I, can't I even imagine jealous. how you get those tastes. It was so good. The staff said that um, if we ever come to Chicago again, that to let them know so they could get us in there, and then they'll fucking show us around. So when we go to Chicago, me and you, we will definitely be hitting them up. Yes, dude. I'm 100% down. Dude, um... Oh, yeah, I, I, I literally I watched that uh, Instagram story, the video of that uh, pumpkin mousse as I was eating a salad. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I want this so bad. Dude, I fattened up so much this trip. Like, and it was worth it. You know what I mean? You ever have one of those trips where you're like, I'm not going to just what am I going to go to New York City, then go to Chicago yeah. and not Dude, eat you have to. good food? That's one of the things that we should something. If any people fitness or later listening to this, that's something you should take away. Take away. You can't be on unless you're dieting for a competition, or you're trying to get ready for something really important where you have to take your shirt off. Sometimes you have to live, you know. And yeah, exactly. Just dude. do like what I just did after this whole thing is like as soon as I got back, I'm making my chicken, my chicken tenders that are low calorie. Then I'm eating my salads and stuff like that. Like you can yeah. do these things, and like I gained barely like a negligible amount of weight. That's gonna come right off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those people out there who are like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Unless you're fucking competing, who gives a shit? You know? Yeah. I used to do that. I used to be super strict uh, with, like, constantly, dude. Like, I wouldn't let myself have, like, one meal that was, like mm-hmm. – and it wasn't for anything. It was just, like, just to diet down. And I was like, oh, yeah. no, I got to – I can't have anything, like, any – like, not yeah. even one meal that's, like, off of – my plan that I'm having. It's like, no, sometimes you got to just live life. This is one of the things that I think most of us forget. If you stay around 15% body fat, you're in better shape than almost the whole world. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you're in better shape than 99 Like, you don't have to be 10% shredded to be way better shape than most people. Especially if you're living yeah. in the United States. If you're living in the yeah, States, the fitness if you have 15% body fat, you're crushing it. The, the fitness industry gives you a very false sense of, like, what is in shape and what's not. Exactly. And it also gives like, you a false sense because all those guys, like, you saw that you know, kid Ryan Schmidt on TikTok? Yeah. Like, that kid posted his physique of what he doesn't look like when he's in lighting, and you're like, he just looks like a guy. Yeah, I saw that one, dude. It's, yeah, a lot of people do that where you're like, oh, he looks much more normal outside of, uh, mm-hmm. like, with the, without the lighting, without the pump, with it's, when it's just, like, normal with your shirt off. It looks so different. Oh, yeah. Most of those, like, um, like young LA type of dudes, like if you saw them in the real world, you'd be like, "Oh, he's actually not that big at all." Yeah. Like most of them are probably well under two hundred pounds. Yeah. And then there's some that are just freaks. Oh yeah, like jo- Joko. Yeah, Joko. He's a. Mo- I don't care what shirt he has on. Mm-hmm. He's a. He's a tank, dude. 
Yeah, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we did a Natty or Not on him. Very cool dude. Um, But the kid is, I don't know if he said, I think he's shorter than me. And he's wider than me, which is wild. His shoulders are crazy. Shorter and wider than me? Yeah. It's hilarious, dude. I was going to say, like, he already looks like a monster. And, like, just, like, probably like a month ago, maybe a little more, he just started posting. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to start dieting. I'm like, what? (laughs) He's, like, never paid attention (laughs) to his diet. And just looks insane, and now he's finally like, actually trying. He's gonna be a freak, dude. That kid is a genetic fucking freak. Like, yeah. I don't. Even though we said he's not natty, whether he was or wasn't, I even think that even if he wasn't natty, I bet you he wasn't doing crazy cycles. You know what I mean? He probably, yeah. if he took anything, was probably just taking tests and looked like a fucking monster. But we, he yeah. might come and on we'll, the podcast, like, so we'll find out more about it. Yeah, yeah, we definitely should. Yeah, we should ask him more about that because he's a uh, dude's a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, what were we talking? What was I going to say? Oh, just while we're on the topic of uh, of dieting, so my brother is cutting down for. Uh, he has a fight on. Hell yeah! Saturday, he's fighting for like, he's fighting for a belt, dude. It's sick. He's fighting the number one pound for pound amateur in California. Really? Um, yeah, dude, he's fighting for the belt. Uh, it's uh, it's for the 155 pound belt. Um, they're doing a catch weight though of 150. Because uh, he's is fighting he the current one four. What? What is he? What's his walk around weight? Um, probably like just under 170. When's the fight coming? Saturday, and it's day of weigh-in too. I think and that's the smartest thing. Real fast, if you're yeah. in fighting or wrestling or whatever, like this is a mistake I made when I was younger. I used to literally cut down to 171 but i'd be like 182 like the like the day before you know oh yeah and then i'd cut like 10 pounds of fucking water weight and then i'd be like oh at least when i get back on the mat i'm gonna be so much heavier you know but then yeah i was so fucking drained and i think yeah, what your brother dude. does is the new way and the much better way than like doing like this dagestani weight cut you know where you cut yeah, forty yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah, that's I, dude. It's got to be so brutal. Because now you have brutal. energy. Uh, especially like, don't get me wrong, with I'm sure Khabib uh, and Islam know what they're doing. You know, but yeah, I think for the average person, you're going to perform better with fighting at the weight you cut down to instead of having to cut everything the day before. Yeah, because even the like, uh, even with the pros, you weigh in the day before. But like the like it's his an amateur fight. Mm-hmm. It's day of weighing. That's crazy. so. That's even more brutal. Yeah, that's what we used to do for wrestling. It was it yeah. sucked so fucking bad because you never yeah, recover you... as 100%. Exactly. That's why with the pros, it's a little more manageable because you have that full day to recover from it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with the if you're if you have to do it the same day, it's tough. But uh, yeah, dude, he's like he looks. It, it's crazy. He, his first fight, I think he fought like once. 65-ish or something. I think that one was a catch weight too. But it's crazy. Hmm. He's uh every fight he's like getting like leaner and leaner. He looks nuts right now. He's like crazy shredded. But uh it's also crazy too cuz he in this was probably I don't know if this was high school or like early college, maybe like a couple years ago. He got up to like 250. Hmm. It was Crazy dude, and then he lot. like got into jujitsu, got into MMA and stuff, and now he he'll like walk so around around like one seventy ish. So you what guys have that? a similar type of gene. You have similar genetics, then you and him. Yeah, yeah. For weight similar. gain, weight loss. Yeah, but he he was even heavier than me when and then lost it. But now he's uh, cause dude, cause the jujitsu and MMA, he just and his it's I don't know, crazy dude. too. That's what I want to talk were about. Sloppy at one point. I see those pictures. Oh, yeah. you, look like, you look like Pablo Escobar. <laughs> yeah, dude, you've seen the pic and those just pictures all of fat me? and sweaty with your mustache. You would think <laughs> you should have hippos in the background in Medellin. <laughs> oh my god, dude! And th- those pictures of me that you saw—that was like twenty-five pounds lighter than my heaviest weight. <laughs> that wasn't even the heaviest, dude. I, I told you. You look like the, a uh... narco. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you why I did it, right? To be funnier, right? Yeah, I thought it would be funny. It wasn't. It bombed. It was. <laughs> it was funny to everybody except the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Like to all your loved ones, they're like, 
This is wild. Actually, no, they might have maybe might have made people scared. It, it did. <laughs> All right, guys, we uh, we're going to take a quick little break and talk to you guys about our sponsor. Let's get checked. Let's get checked. So let's get checked is they're the the worldwide leader in at home testing kits. You can get a complete look at your blood levels without leaving your home, which is very nice for us. We could get it done, and we could just do it on our podcast. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in, in discreet packaging. And once your sample arrives in the lab, you send it back to them. Confidential results will be avail- available from your secure online account within two to five days. So these results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Check nursing team may call you to review your results. Let's Get Check laboratories are CLIA-approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. Also, another thing, it's really bad to play guessing games when it comes to blood work. Like, I know a lot of people that'll start taking, a, they'll be on a cycle, and then they're like, oh, my estrogen levels are high. I should take aromacin, or I should take a Brimidex. And they're just playing a guessing game without actually knowing what's actually going on. And they end up crashing their estrogen, and then they become super depressed. And that's just not something you want to mess around with. So that's why I'm so glad that we have this as a sponsor. So for all our listeners, watchers, however you're taking this in, uh, there's, we have a coupon code for you guys. It is tryLGC.com slash sets and reps. Again, that's tryLGC.com slash sets and reps. And get your 25% off coupon. You just started a new workout split, didn't you? Yeah. So uh, I want to talk about this because, well, one, I was like, I was getting so, I didn't know what it was. I, I was, I didn't want to work out every day. I normally work out after work. Every day I was dreading working out. I would just go in the, I would go in the gym. I would go through the motions and I was like, dude, I can't get myself to like feel good about going to the gym. It was, it was, I just didn't want to do yeah, it. And I normally love doing it. You go- and you then, can only listen uh, to the, G- the Giga Chat, the, G- uh, the Giga Chad soundtrack so many times. Before it just loses its that. Now you're just like, I yeah. have no fucking motivation now. <laughs> Until it just can't save you, dude. Not even Giga Chat. I still listen you. to it all the time now. <laughs> I um, was walking to the airport while listening to it the other day with my lats flared, and I'm like, I'm such a fucking douchebag. <laughs> I actually don't know what it is. I'm gonna have to hear it. Oh, I'm gonna send it to you. It's the most epic. Yeah, song is it ever. like a playlist? No, there's oh, like a playlist or a one song? song, and people have done like a thousand different remixes to it. It's from uh, the movie yeah, Do- or the video game Doom. It's yeah, so you cool. send that over. But go on, sorry. Um, oh, so yeah, I was like, dude, I don't know why I don't want to go to the gym at all. And then I realized, like, dude, I've been doing like such a similar split for so long that like I just need to change it up and like maybe change up my training style. So now. I changed up my split, changed up. I started to work on a little more strength stuff. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not like the most ideal for hypertrophy right now, it just I enjoy doing it again. I enjoy going to the gym just from changing up. I look forward to trying to like get my my lifts up, which is I, I feel so much better too. And I don't Wait, I think so what's changing the my change? So now my new split is I'm training 4 days a week. Monday I'll do a push okay. day or pull day tuesday i'll do a push day wednesday rest thursday legs mm-hmm. which i skipped last week <laughs> uh friday um like full upper body just like a, a lighter <laughs> um like it like supersets uh sort of day it, it might be it might not be like the most um ideal split like the in the mm-hmm. the best split but for me i just like it dude i'm like training every day in the gym i feel better and i'm putting more into the gym so i think that makes up for what i would be getting if i was doing like you know everything perfect for hypertrophy um but yeah so i'll and now another thing i'll change it's actually kind of i basically Mm -hmm. kind of can't kind of off of um uh what's his name's training style who is the guy uh um, Kino body. About so I'll like start. I don't know with why my heavy... first thought was Keenan. I thought Keenan Thompson, 
when he said Kino body, and I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm doing the Keenan Thompson split, dude. <laughs> I'm morbidly obese now. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll, I'll start off with like, uh, so my pull day, all my my heavy compound exercise will be a heavy row, heavy row, and I'll start off with after like warming up and getting like some feeder sets. I'll start off with my heaviest set first, and then I'll mm-hmm. do I'll do like three working sets, and I'll get lighter each set as opposed to I used to get heavier each set, and work up yeah. to a heavy weight, and uh, so, so I, I feel stronger on that first heavy set, and then on my push day I'll get bench with the same idea, um, leg day I'll get like a machine squat, cause uh, mm-hmm. who are you trying to impress, you know? Exactly. I don't need legs. Who cares about legs? But uh, no, my, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel I, I don't want to have any sort of like back or any any injury mm-hmm. that'll set me back. I would rather just hitting machines is fine for me with legs. That's good exactly. Enough. You're already way too jacked. You don't need to get any bigger. Exactly. I'm as big as I'm ever gonna get, dude. This is this is all. Who I would need. need to get any bigger than you as a stand-up comic? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But dude, with like with bench, um, I, I've always wanted like bench heavier. That's just been something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I told you like I had my chest injury. This is probably like a, uh, I took like a month, maybe even like a month or two off of hitting chest really. And I'm back to it finally. And today I hit two sixty five for five on bench. Oh shit! Which is yeah, dude. I'm so I'm getting. Some Wait, strength what? you back. still haven't done two seventy five? No. Well, I I just got back to two sixty five. Like okay. from that ch- chest injury, so I just That's worked still back so up weird to two sixty five. Because we talked about um, this recently, how you're supposed to graduate from two twenty five to two seventy five. Oh yeah, no, I have. I, and also, I was the last one I did. It wasn't two sixty five. It was two fifty five, and now I hit two. Another weird today. number. It Such is. A weird, are you it's, counting the things on the sides? You're like two fifty five point seven six. This is how I load up the plate. I go a forty five. And then I warm. I, I start with a 45 to warm up. I throw on a 25 to warm up. I throw on another 25. So that's that's where it gets a little hairy, because instead Silly. of going two 45s, <laughs> I go 45 225s. And that gives you that little five pound difference. And then from there, I add like tens and fives. Everybody who's listening to this is looking at you differently. Good, dude. They're looking at me like a a monster. Like an I'm idiot. I'm becoming too jacked. Like you're but scared wanna, of 275. <laughs> scared. I want to eventually – that's what I was going to ask, dude. If I'm just now – like I, I'm just now starting to focus on strength, and I'm hitting mm-hmm. 265-ish, do I have potential to hit 315 eventually? Yeah, 100%. I think you should have already graduated 275. And then once you've been doing 275 for a bit, that's when you start messing around. That's when you – when you hit once 275 gets comfy – that's when you're ready to start fucking around with some 315. That's when it. That's, that's what, when you, dude. Yeah, I want. You'll know when you're ready to graduate. Oh, dude, I want it. I want 315 so badly. It's like riding a bike. You knew when the training when the training wheels came off. You knew. <laughs> you knew you were ready. Oh, dude, I've it's it it feels so good being able because there was for so for years, dude. I wouldn't bench anything over. I wouldn't even do 225 just because, like, I, I was almost, like, too focused on hypertrophy in that and, and trying to protect my shoulders. Where, like, if I'm hitting, like, mm-hmm. five reps, my shoulders are fine, really. And I'm not, like, benching super wide. My shoulders feel fine. Uh, it's mostly overhead yeah. stuff. But now, I like, I know what I'm comfortable with, and I'm actually able to push myself in, like, a controlled motion. I'm not bouncing it off my chest and stuff. So it feels good. And you I'm finally able to, like, safely bump up that weight. Side note, with overhead presses, I noticed this the other day. Because I also get a bad shoulder. Like, not as nowhere near as bad as yours because your shoulders are fucked, right? <laughs> but what I've noticed is when I do my shoulder presses here, there is some tightness. But when I bring my elbow and bring my hand a little bit, when I change where my wrist is and it's more here, you know what I mean, instead of all the way back, yeah. I have a lot less pressure on my rotator cuff, and it's a lot more sho- – I feel so much stronger, too, because I'm able to put more shoulder into it without 
like feeling that like that tightness. You know when you feel that pulling in your like yes, in your dude. rotator cuff, and you're like, oh, this could be real bad if I don't control yeah. this right. That this I don't feel like that anymore. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. It's weird how just changing the way your wrist is could could make the world a difference on how much pressure your shoulder feels. Yeah, dude. It's it, yeah. With with I mean, any lift, it could be the most minor change that could uh, make you stronger in, in a lift. It could uh, just keep you safer in a lift. It could just change what muscles you're really working in the lift. But yeah, that's why you got to mm-hmm. watch out for like uh, every little minor minor thing with each lift. Does your girlfriend lift? Nah, not really. She'll go. Not she'll occasionally good. go to the gym with me, but yeah, not really. Have you tried to get her to go? Uh, yeah, she'll go sometimes. Uh, she'll she actually like likes to go with me. It's just our schedules don't match up too much. You're you're lucky too, like me, where your girls it, they could eat whatever they want and they're still in shape. But yeah. like for some people, their their girl has. I'm trying to say this in the nicest way possible. I don't want to say got fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they 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 packed a couple pounds on. You know. Yeah, and it could be the same for girls who are dating a guy who are listening, and there's it's hard to bring it up in a way that's not shitty, you know? Yeah, like you can't just be like, "Hey, Toots, you're getting fat," you know? Like yeah, maybe it, maybe if you follow the Andrew Tate school of thought, that could work. <laughs> but you've had to already been doing that for a while. You can't just jump right into that boat, you know? Yeah, you already it's, have yeah, to. She has to know you're hot. So you went to hustlers, you. <laughs> yeah, it would be funny to do that. It would be funny to take the Andrew Tate class and then go up to be like, "I learned a couple things. You're fat now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get the gym, lady." <laughs> uh, dude, yeah, I so think I'm... um, I think making it like to get your girl to go to the gym, making it an activity you do together. Mm-hmm. L- ladies love doing activities together with their man. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you make it yeah, like, oh, this could absolutely. be good. This could be fun for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if that's you make it like, it. It, it also if you say, uh, like, make it about you. Feel like, oh, I feel like I've whether it's dieting or going to the gym, whatever. Be like, uh, I feel like I've been gaining weight or I've been, mm-hmm. you know, getting. So, do, would you want to do this with me? Would you want to go to the gym with me? Would you want to start to do this mm-hmm. diet with me? It's gonna be tough for me to do it by myself. Yeah, start so, making it one seem like it's it. on you. Like, you act like you're the, the, like, you know, like, in certain situations, you have to act like the bad guy. Don't, you're acting like the fat guy. Act like yeah. you're the fat guy. So yeah. Just be like, you know, I just, I haven't been feeling good about myself, but I just don't want to go by myself, you know? So I feel like it'd be fun as a couple, and it would just motivate me a lot if you would be willing to come with me, you know? And then she'd be like, oh, my God, he, he wants me to do things with him. You know, like it'll make her feel so pumped. And in reality, you're being pretty shitty and shallow, but in the most awesome way possible. (laughs) Well, that's not that's not shallow, though. That's. Mm. I I don't know. It's because that would be like I'm 100 percent on board with this guy because that would be like if uh, like how you met her Mm -hmm. is that's who you're dating. And now she's. Yeah. Like what if what if this guy what if she met him and he like had a good job whatever and then one day he just starts smoking crack would she be like I think she would be okay with being like hey could you stop smoking crack maybe you know in all fairness I I agree with you but I wanted to see where you were gonna go with it but crack <laughs> is such a funny way to do it because that'd be <laughs> such a funny way just to think you know I thought I should should stop smoking crack so I thought it'd be something cute if both of us could do it together <laughs> you know that like I be- start to feel pretty bad about my no teeth so I'm thinking maybe we could have teeth uh, speaking of smoking crack dude that could be a good way to get your girlfriend to lose weight get her to start <laughs> there's no fat crackhead get your girlfriend yeah, to start also smoking crack probably the best pre-workout <laughs> Like you think no explode hits? Yeah. Wait till the fucking get crack her to smoke crack, hits. then hit the gym. Oh, yeah, she'll also clean the whole gym. Yeah. She'll clean the whole gym. She'll build a birdhouse in the back. She'll steal the, all the bicycles in the front. But she, that activity level from stealing everybody's bicycle is going to be so high. 
Like your TDE <laughs> yeah. level is going to be if you steal bicycles all day, your TDE, your total daily energy expenditure is going to be so high from riding the bikes, from carrying the bikes, from moving them around, from your heart rate going up, thinking you might get caught. This yeah, might be dude. a foolproof plan. <laughs> it's a pretty good Throw idea. Throw on one of those those gym bikes, the where the stationary bikes. Just be like, yeah, if you push hard enough, it'll work. Just keep riding. <laughs> She'll be just riding on there all day, dude. <laughs> or you got like a fishing pole with crack in front of the 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 the, the, <laughs> the, the elliptical, so she pedals faster to try and get it. Oh, these are genius ideas we're giving this guy. Dude, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Or you could be the Use soft this. way and be like. We should do something nice together. No, smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> Sets and reps brought to you by our sponsor, Crack. <laughs> <laughs> this is our new, our new sponsor, Crack. <laughs> Are you sick of not picking at your face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that guy that was outside of the comedy show yesterday, he's our new sponsor, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Crack. <laughs> promo code sets and reps <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious if oh, you could man. if crack was legal and you could just sell it as like a you could sp- sponsor a podcast oh that'd be great we're sponsored oh. by crack we're sponsored, sponsored by, by crack dude speaking of which not which weed is legal in new york now it's so fucking weird it's so weird because i'm like la you're used to that shit but to just oh, walk into a random legal. bodega and there's a no, you could buy it in like bodegas now in New York. Like, I went into a bodega and there was just a cat sitting on top of a bunch of weed, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> and the guy was like, "Yeah, Habibi, we sell weed now." And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Also, cat probably shouldn't be on top of the weed. That seems like a big issue if you're gonna be <laughs> yeah. smoking that shit. <laughs> they're, you know? they're still getting all the uh, like the sanitation things down. The- <laughs> Yeah, there's weed places everywhere. It's so crazy. It's so weird. There's people selling it like street vendors and shit like that. And you're like, this is so like New York feels like a city where that shouldn't be a thing. I I know that sounds crazy to say this, but New York is so on top of each other that when people are smoking, it's not like L.A. where like you don't see people for miles. Like if someone's smoking weed, you're smelling it all down the whole street and thousands of people taking that shit in. (laughs) And as me, as someone who gets uh, becomes a fucking panicky Pete. With weed, like it gets me. I, when I smell that smell, I'm like, oh god! I, I start getting. You that already start off. panicking. Yeah. Can you? Are you good yeah. weed? <laughs> no. Are you a weed guy or no? No. Me? No. It's so crazy. No I used way. to be when I was younger, and it would help me with actually in fit, like when it came to fitness, because I was really? like, yeah, it would. When I was like young and trying to really bulk, like the amount that I was able to bulk with weed. Because it would get my appetite going oh. fucking nuts. And I also felt like in the gym, my mind-muscle connection was like so on point with it. But then as I got older. thinking of the story where you overdosed on steak. <laughs> no, that, was, um, that wasn't steak. That was, uh, what was that? It was in Austin. What's that? Brisket. On, you overdosed on brisket. That was so funny. When I was sweating, when I sweated, I ate 120. Was it the story when I ate $125 worth of brisket right before I went on stage? Oh, no. There was one where you said you, like, God, what was it? I could have sworn you were saying uh, you almost, like, passed out or something. I've had a lot of ex- a lot of food experiences where that could be possible. So it oh, sounds man. right. You might have to I think j- you've told it on the pod before. J- I forget what it was exactly. You have to jiggle my memory. Yeah. Um, but, oh. yeah, now whenever I smoke, like, I just become – I just, like, start – like it's just me thinking I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. You know, like that's just it's just yeah. this thought loop of I'm definitely gonna be the first person to die, and then <laughs> like 40 yeah. minutes later I'm like, ooh, this is the good feeling. You know, when like everything's <laughs> yeah. starting to wear down, I'm like, this is nice. But the whole beginning yeah. is just a thought loop yeah. of like I'm for sure gonna die. Yeah, oh, that's funny. Do, oh, um, okay. Speaking of the what? the bodega selling weed, the other day I was at a. This just reminded me of it. The other day, I was at, like, a dollar store, and as I was mm-hmm. checking out, there was – you know how at the front they, like, sell stuff, whatever it is, whether it's gum, candy? I yeah. saw they were selling these like fat gum burners, and, yeah. and it said world's best fat burner. And I was like, how crazy would that be if at the dollar store – Was it hydroxy? They just had the world's greatest <laughs> fat burner. 
for a dollar. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's all been hiding in the Dollar Tree this whole time. <laughs> Dude, what yeah, could possibly what be it's in Stacker that for two. a dollar? What? Stacker 2. That shit used to be every. It's called Stacker 2, and it used to be everywhere. It used to be like on every TV commercial growing up and all yeah. that shit. And then everyone realized it was just a shit ton of caffeine, enough to give you a heart attack. Yeah. Like I used to take it during wrestling season to get me to lose weight. And then I would like do that, do wrestling practice, fucking drink a monster energy drink. And I was losing weight probably because I was just dying, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I know the exactly. exact pill yeah. you're talking about. They're yellow pills. I think those were them. They're yellow or purple. They come in two different ones. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's but, dude, yeah, that's you, you were losing weight because you were just like you couldn't stop moving around with all that caffeine in you. That's exactly You're what it jittery was. Jittery like, and I'd stuff. I'd be yeah. just like tapping my foot like a fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have to get back into one of the things I want. I want to talk to you about was you sent me a pretty cool fucking video about Indian people. Really oh cool yeah, video. that one was sick, right? Yeah, the one it was, it was about the Indian man who has the world's longest fingernails. That was you sent me that, right? <laughs> that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> no. Very uh, tell them about related. the video you actually sent me. So it was uh it was this video oh, I think the the guy's YouTube page um let me shout I think it's called Natty Life. Um mm-hmm. yeah, Natty Life is his YouTube page. I'm shouting him out his page is much bigger than ours, but still going <laughs> to going to shout him out. <laughs> but yeah, it was a video yeah. on uh I I I found him through uh, a YouTube short that popped up and it was him talking about um physiques before like the only people we know for sure that are natty are physiques before steroids were created like those are the only ones you could really 100% mm-hmm. confirm so people i think 1935 was the first year when testosterone was synthesized so it, yeah. it was like people from like 1930s and he was showing all these pictures of these dudes with like sick physiques from mm-hmm. the 1930s and a lot of them happened to the indian so then I, I went to his page, and he had a video specifically on that. And it was uh, about this book that was written in the 1930s about, like, lifting uh, some dude in India. Like, two guys in India wrote it together. But it was almost like the uh, like Arnold's Encyclopedia. It was yeah, like it was older like the Indian. OG version of it. Yeah, it's the it older was like Indian the, version the Kama of Sutra, that. The Kama Sutra of bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was, uh, dude, it had a lot of, like, it was just, like, basic stuff, but it was, like, they understood the basics of training. It's, like, yeah, get at least seven hours of sleep. Um, It's better to control the weight, like, for, like, six reps and do slow controlled weight than to do however many reps if you're just throwing it around. And it, like, broke down different lifts and stuff. I'd say the reason why they had better physiques than almost everybody in that time was they had a a better understanding of what and it would I wouldn't say it's the most ideal in current times way of how bodybuilding lifestyle should be but for that time period they were so far ahead of their time like the workouts they were doing were workouts that no one else in the world was doing like in America there was guys in fucking spandex singlets lifting strange shaped kettlebells with silly mustaches and they were yeah. like weird shaped <laughs> you know yeah. over there they were doing like bicep curls they were doing uh which this exercise I wouldn't call like uh, the most ideal workout. Like um, it was the behind the neck shoulder presses, yeah. which I'm not too crazy about, just because that puts a lot of pressure. Up. But like they were actually doing exercises that we're doing today. I mean, we've made them like a lot better now, and like a lot. Do you hear like a clicking noise? No. Okay, maybe it's just me. But, um, yeah, they were doing exercises that actually would work now. They understood, like, how much sleep you need to get to actually be able to put muscle on. So they had the very – they were, like, the first people to get the idea of bodybuilding down. And that's why they actually didn't have, like, that stupid, like, thumb-shaped body like American bodybuilders <laughs> had. You know yeah. what I mean? No, dude, they had, like, legit sick physique. Like, a lot of these guys, if you saw them today, they would look not natty. Like, dude, they're shredded. They yes. have a good amount of, like, muscle mass on them. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it also the, – the the different exercises they were doing, it was all just with a barbell. And not even, like, a, a real barbell. It was more like an easy bar. Uh, yeah. They, they were doing all their 
all, like their full body they were able to train with with just those easy bar exercises and uh with just the knowledge they have back then the diet they had back then and they were still able to build like sick physiques and i think that kind of the point that uh, this natty life guy was getting at too was that if they could do that back then with what they had today mm-hmm. I think don't underestimate what you can do with your body naturally. And so the first night out we're going to do is a fella that you might have known him from a high school musical. You might know him from Baywatch. And now you might know him as Handsome Squidward. It is Zac Efron. <laughs> Zac. He has a wild face now. Natty or not, yeah. wild face Zac Efron. We did old Zac Efron. Now he has a whole new face, so we have to do a whole new Natty or not. So new Natty or not. He is a completely different guy. He has Patty Pimblet hair. He has Squidward face. <laughs> he got <laughs> so jacked. It is wild. Yeah, I'm dude. like, this guy is getting crazy. Yeah. Got a little bit of a bubble gut on him now, too. Yeah. He's looking wild. Uh, what do you think? Natty or not, especially for this most recent thick physique, what do you say? Dude. It was well. It's funny because he came out and said he took. I forget what he said exactly. He took um, for his Baywatch role uh, to get him like leaner. Um, Mm -hmm. He took. I think he said something. Um, I don't. He. I don't think he said. I forget what he said exactly. Um, The thing he said wasn't Winstraw. I forget what it was, but he said he took something. But he's like, I'm done like doing that for roles, and then he comes back and he for this wrestling role. He looks. He's like, but that was my old face that said that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is my new face that I'm gonna get bigger than ever and, <laughs> and lean too. I said it's that like, out of yeah, my he's... old lips. My new lips say things change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a new man, literally. But dude, yeah, he, he's bigger than ever. He's he's getting that gut. He's getting a bit mm-hmm. of the gut, which. That's a clear sign, dude. Looking a little bubbly. Yeah. And um, it's all—it's just weird to me that right after he's like, yeah, dude, I'm done with that. Immediately he's just like, as a matter of fact, I'm going to get the biggest I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to be playing a, a former wrestler, right? It's like a, a yeah. classic. I forgot which wrestler he's playing. And people are going to get mad at me for forgetting who gives a shit. Um, yeah. But – Here's the thing about Zach. Zach has lied in the past. Like we we talked about this on the last episode where he tells everyone it was a life altering surgery that he needed, but it was on something that happened to him like 12 years ago. And then now all of a sudden he needed the surgery to fix it and it was life or death. So he also, his mom didn't know that he had a problem. Like he, his mom found out after his face surgery that he needed face surgery. That's why yeah. it's like, okay, you, you fib about some things. That's why when he says, I'm never going to take steroids again and becomes the biggest he's ever been, you're like, just, just put out your cycle online at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let us know what and you're And also, he already, he already took it in the past. It's not like mm-hmm. he's not he's against taking them. He already has like those lean genetics where like he's always just been like a shredded kid, you know, even before yeah. Baywatch. He was like a very lean kid. So when he gets on yeah. gear, like he just be, he has a fucking. I'll I'll even put him in one of the top physiques in Hollywood, like his natural physique, like genetic potential yeah. to be, like he, I wouldn't call him a classic physique bodybuilder, but he could p- compete in like board short physique, you know, where he wears like the swim shorts yeah. on stage, looks shredded, has good muscle bellies, like he's got a good physique. So I mean, he's got yeah. nothing to be ashamed of at all. Like, and I think it's safe. I don't think anyone's going to be shocked. But granted, there's a, there were people who were shocked when we said The Rock was not Natty. So I'm sure there's going to be some high school musical fans that have a lot yeah. to sing to us. Not to say to us. They're going to sing it at us. And uh, yeah. But the real, being realistic, of course he took something. He had to take yeah. something to be in Baywatch, which granted, if you're going to stand next to The Rock, why would you be Natty? But now yeah. that he had to get bigger than he looked on steroids – it's not really shocking to be like he probably took steroids to be bigger than he was on steroids. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
So, so, so I think yeah, we could say this is this is a obviously not natty. Not natty for Troy Bolton, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one. Next. Want to do Jonathan yeah. Majors? Jonathan Majors, dude. J- Jonathan Majors, Hanathi or not? Um, yeah, dude. he's gonna be in Creed three. What do you think? Yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna be in Creed three, and he's gonna be an Ant Man. He's gonna p- play uh, Kang the Conqueror, which is gonna be sick. Okay. But dude, he looks he looks nuts. Yeah, he's got. That's here's thing about him. He's always pretty much had a good physique, but I don't think he's really been one of those actors that like had to really show his physique until now. That's why everyone's been tagging us in every video and post about him. But like you yeah. could tell before that that he had like a lot of potential to potential to him. And everyone's like, Oh, he's gotta be on juice. He already really gained ten pounds for this role. And here's what people forget about when it comes to movie roles. When you're going for a role, a lot of the time when you know you got the role, you have like a year or two years to prepare for something. You know what I mean? You have yeah. to learn the lines. They gotta cast the, all the rest of the stars. Then they gotta cast the film crew. They have to get all the directors and all that shit. And that's then they gotta do all this editing on the script. So in that time period, if you already are someone who is a very athletic person, you know, very good genetics in the first place, to put ten pounds on in that time frame, in my opinion, I think that's pretty doable. It's pretty reasonable. Yeah, dude, I think it's uh it's po- yeah, and also depending how he was training before. Like I think he's always worked out, you know. It's not like he mm-hmm. hasn't worked out. Yeah. Um but yeah, it, it really focusing on getting in the best shape ever. I uh, yeah, it's it, I, I think he could do it. I think um I think he has very good genetics. I think he's uh his physique is like the ideal physique to me. I'm like that's Oh yeah, he looks fucking sick. That's pr- Yeah. But all also, with like the, the the men's health pictures are the ones that really got people up in arms. You gotta know it's mm-hmm. the best. Like they yeah. got the best lighting, the best angles, the best ever. You know he's got mm-hmm. he's gonna get a bit of a pump before he takes those pictures. You're also drying yourself so out. So that's not what he looks like, like. Just when yeah, like when you dry yourself out before like a, a photo shoot, you could lose up to like eight pounds of just pure water weight to make yourself look. Way more shredded, and you're gonna when you're more the more shredded you are, the more thick your muscles are. Like you're gonna look better, like bigger yeah. and stronger muscle wise. So he, in reality, just gained the muscle that he needed to for the role. Then for the men's physique shoot, I think he treated it like the way you would a bodybuilding competition. Like you just go through peak week and just make sure that day you're at your absolute peak. And then days later, you probably don't even look like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and so, that I don't know. He still he still looks crazy, but uh, mm-hmm. no. Oh, and then also they had the men's health. Uh, we we watched the men's health YouTube video on him explaining um, his workouts and stuff. And he's it's not one mm-hmm. of these like ridiculous workouts that a lot of these actors post where it's like it's not it like I don't know. It's not ideal to get you looking the best you can. His was like mm-hmm. a bodybuilding workout where it's like yes. focus on hypertrophy. Um, the, the guy knows what he's doing. Um, he's training hard. He's pushing himself. It's what you would expect from some. It's what you would expect from someone training as like a some sort of you know physique competitor, bodybuilder, mm-hmm. but with the added um, cardio of like learning how to box and stuff, which I, he's not massive. He no. has, you know what I mean? It's not like steroid big where you're like, that guy has to be on something. He looks, mm-hmm. I think, a lot bigger too because, like, just the insertions and stuff. Uh, yeah. And, like, how his muscles lay on his body, it l- makes him look bigger than he actually is. 100%. So, I mean, I think so, we could both say that as of right now, for Creed 3, I think we could both go natty, but let's see where he goes when he goes into a Marvel movie, because as we both know, sometimes things change when Marvel when Marvel comes around. Well, he's in a... They, they filmed the Marvel movie. Did they already film it? Oh, they filmed it? Already oh, filmed. Then, yeah, well, yeah, he was also in... Uh, in that case, in, um, he's one Loki of the top... I'm gonna, put him, I'm gonna put him natty and top Marvel natty physique. 
Yeah. So for the last the last one that we're going to do, Natty or not, Athley next. What do you think? He's someone who uh, – the bi- I think the big thing with him is how lean he stays constantly. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's crazy big. It's just he's – and even as he gets older, he just stays lean, stays jacked. Dude looks great with sick physique. Um, but, yeah, I yeah. think that's why people question it is mostly because how lean he stays constantly. Mm-hmm. I mean – I'm going to say this. I would have said the mo- most of his career, I would have said he's for he's not small, but he's not by any means super jacked. He's just so shredded that he looks so much bigger than he actually is. And I think what he had has been so attainable naturally. The only thing that I will say with him is as he gets older in age, I can't see someone who's as on point with everything body-wise, making sure that he's running at an optimal level, not at some point if he hasn't already taken TRT. Like, yeah. I, I don't... I'm, I, there's a chance that maybe at the most he's taken TRT, like, just for actual, like, um, for health reasons, not for physique reasons. Like, if he is doing it, it's probably at such a low dose just to maintain where he's at. Because I think out of almost all fitness YouTubers, I'd say he's one of the most uh, like... I wouldn't say attainable because that's such a hard level to hit. But if you die enough, you could look like him. Yeah. And he's a – like if, if you hear him uh, talk about his diet or whatever, he stays super on point with his diet almost to a point mm-hmm. of like he's getting a little yeah, you know, excessive. For sure. How hard he's dieting. But yeah, dude, that's what – I mean, if you – if you diet that hard and you have – genetics that let you stay that lean it's possible Mm -hmm. to do with other people like with me i I can't i don't care how hard i diet i can't stay it's not healthy for me to stay that lean. it's i will yeah i i can't well i don't think for anybody it's really healthy to stay that lean i think you know but he has he makes enough money where it's financially an incentive for him to stay that lean because financially if he gets if he gets fatter, he's not going to look as impressive physique wise because he's not that huge. You know what I mean? Yes. So for people, he for if you're a guy who has to have their shirt off on YouTube all the time, and you're making a lot of money being shirtless, there's a pretty good reason you're going to have to diet and stay that lean. Like Greg yeah. Doucette, same thing. Like Greg Doucette stays at like what eight percent, eight to nine percent body fat year round at fucking yeah. late forties. You know, like some people have to do that. Is it the healthiest thing? Probably not. But they're also making millions of dollars. So that's pretty fucking awesome. And that's yeah, and better. I also, I also think with Athlon X, like he's he has the genetics that it's easier for him to stay that lean. Like a lot of people, I don't care how much money you give them, they can't stay that lean. It's mm-hmm. gonna Yeah. Lean it's harder lean. for both me and you to stay that lean. Me and you could both get that lean, but to stay that lean yeah. That shit is fucking hard, and it's yeah. just not ideal for our body types. Yeah, and Greg, like we're meant to be a little thicker. Yeah, Greg Doucette talks about that too. Like, not not everyone has the same genetics to say mm-hmm. stay, you know, whatever percent you're at. Whether it's so some people could stay like six percent year round, which is crazy. Other people, yeah, I've seen people eat hot Cheetos year round and stay ten percent. You know, like yeah, some people yeah, just exactly. can do it. Other people, the best they could stay in year round is like ten percent. Others, it's like 15, mm-hmm. 20. It's yeah. 20, you, you know, you, you probably could say, I'd say around, most people could stay around 15 probably without a problem. 15 is a good, is a good number. Yeah. But back to Athlete X, I think he's someone who has a very lean physique. I don't think he's big enough for me to say that he's probably on steroids. Nothing about him gives off the look. You know, like, the dude's just a guy who knows so much about like good health like i've gone and listened to his videos for like shoulder injuries for elbow injuries like the guy knows what he's doing so it's not that outlandish to think that this guy knows how to diet down to a low body fat percentage and stay there especially when it's financially good for him you know to stay that lean because it'd be weird if he just started wearing shirts all the time because he was frumpy you know so i mean i'm gonna go my personal opinion i'm gonna say athlete next natty 
Yeah. Uh, I'll be at Charlotte, North Carolina, November 10th through the 12th at the Comedy Zone. Then I'll be at the Addison Improv in Addison, Texas, the 17th through the 19th. Naples, Florida, the 1st of December through the 4th. Then West Nyack, all you New Yorkers out there, uh, December 8th through the 10th. So make sure you guys come to those. Um, and follow me on social media at not Nick Simmons. Follow me, Logan J. Curious, uh, Instagram. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we're out.